wrestling, dude. You're a big fan of it, aren't you? Hell yeah, I'm a big fan of it, man. This weekend was amazing. A lot of fucking wrestling happened, independence, and we had New Japan. It was an amazing weekend. Oh, it was an amazing weekend. Well, let's start with my weekend. My weekend, I watched none wrestling. I was envious of you, Gino. I was busy. Saturday, I had a... Uh, Gosh, let's retrace. I went to the zoo, went to the Fort Worth Zoo. That was a good time, an amazing time there. Uh, in the morning, I, I had something in the morning. So Friday night, I got kind of drunk, actually, so I got kind of buzzed. Friday, I woke up early, made it to the gym. Then I went to my son's baseball game. Then I went to the zoo all day, got home at like 8, fell asleep. Uh, and then on Sunday, we had church, and then we had a birthday party in Dallas. A very bougie trip to Dallas, by the way, Gino. I've, I know that I – you know, I, I – I, I paint Texas as this redneck haven, but when you go to Dallas, it's like Los Angeles. I mean, I was I was at this fancy hotel in like their little community room. I was drinking sangria with apples in it. It was fantastic. So it definitely wasn't like a Gino weekend. Like I wanted to hang out with Gino and watch some GCW or NWA. Because like, what did you watch? There's probably a plethora of things that you got to see that I didn't. Yes, I did. I ended up watching Capital Collision, which I was really excited for, having a New Japan show here in the States again, like we had earlier this year. Then there also was the, uh, I forget what the fuck the abbreviation stands for, FWF, which is Brian Myers, Macrodose kind of promotion they have. They had an event too at Saturday, uh, Sunday night, and it was actually a really exciting night for that event. It's called Create Approach, you know. We all know it. That, that's their stu- that's their school. I, it's FWF is like their promotion they actually have now. Yes, Create a Pro Wrestling Federation. It's very good. You should check it out sometime. Yeah. Uh, so I watched some Raw. Uh, I definitely did a little of that. Caught a little SmackDown. Maybe a little bit of a little bit of Impact. I just read some of the results of Impact. But you're definitely more plugged in than I am right now. So. I know that you were very excited. You sent me a clip of Eric Bugenhagen. Is that something I'm supposed to play right now? No, you don't need to play it right now. I was like, because okay. you're more like a gym guy, you would understand like his point of view of the whole situation that he's having to be in, being back in a public gym and seeing the people. Oh, is so he it's like kind of just speaking the truth? Oh no, is he upset that there's like a bunch of people there? Like, doesn't he, or or is he more upset with gym bros? Because I'm noticing like they're typically around May. All of the January people have fallen off. Like they're all gone. Like usually by March, you're kind of okay. This is the actual gym crowd. These are the people that are are pretty normal. Malachi Black says serious question: How does Gino watch all these promotions that we don't know? Do you have to pay for them, or are they on YouTube? Amazing question, Gino. How do you? Is it all just WatchWrestling.net or whatever? Is that how you're watching it all? Currently, yes, that's how I watch it. Thanks to websites that are basically public domain that you can just go to right away and just watch freely. It's up to you to have the time and put the time in. Yeah, that's what I tell people with like UFC events and boxing and stuff. Like if it's not, it's not like I'm doing anything illegal. I'm I'm going to the website and I hit a button and now it's playing. I, I don't know. No one. There's no thing on there that says that's illegal. So, yeah, you're definitely watching a lot of wrestling. You know, you mentioned last week you're thinking about getting a job. Has that been put on hold? Thank goodness. And I've there was like a point on like earlier this week where I got a little bit depressed and I was like I don't know. So I'm still like in between, like I'm dealing with depression. So like that's always been like a battle, but I will get better, and it's slowly gonna get better. Well, if you go back to work, we're gonna miss all this commentary. Like you're you're not gonna watch Create a Pro if you if you have a job. Like that's that's a fact. Like I have I have one and a half jobs in the sun, about to have another son in November, and geez, I I'm lucky if I watch Hulu Raw. 
So here you are, like, oh, dude, I, I, I watched Creative Pro. It was a good weekend. Like, you watched all these other things, so much wrestling, and and, and we need you to remain that expert. I'm, I'm kind of anti what I used to be. I used to be like, Gino needs a job. Gino needs to clean his room. You need to make your room messier. You need to lean heavier into who you are, Gino. You need to watch more wrestling. Did you watch uh, MLW from Wednesday? I did end up watching MLW last week, which was really good. <laughs> I was surprised. Again, with what they're doing right now with Gangrel and his like stable, it's actually kind of interesting. I'm you had one you had one night of like Raw wasn't very good. Maybe I'll get a job. Maybe my life could be more than this. And after that one discussion with me on Tuesday, you flipped it. You were like, No, I am going to watch more wrestling than I ever fucking have in my entire fucking life. I've- I sadly also watched NWA. <laughs> wow. What did you watch? Should I go to watch wrestling and like click on the boxes? Like, did you watch this one yet? Did you watch this one yet? You watched it all. I watched so fucking much this week. I've realized now there's too much wrestling I watched this week. Again, the fucking FWF event. I was surprised. Some people like were really good there. We had fucking smart Mark Sterling wrestled, even though he got slammed through a table. We had Deanna facing Chelsea Green, which was a really good match. We had so much happen this week. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's an action-packed weekend, and you took full advantage. You weren't like me. You didn't want to watch the Dallas Mavericks in Game 7 with the Phoenix Suns. That might have been the only television that I watched. Like, I watched one basketball game. That was awesome. So I'm assuming, like, for you, it's complete opposite. You're like, I'm going to watch Creative Pro. You keep calling it FWF. You want to watch – did GCW have wrestling? Did you watch that? GCW did not have an event this uh, weekend, but we also we did have that one event that the Hardys were. Uh, they made a whole video of them that they were going to have a match against the OGK, and so like I watched that event as well, which I was excited to see the you're, OGK versus the Hardys. You're even talking faster. Like you, this is the greatest you've ever sounded. Like I, you keep saying like I am depressed. This is the best Gino we've ever had. Be- Beezlebub in the chat. He says, Vleeties, have you watched any UF- USFL? I have not, Gino. I've not been a fan of this football. I watched a little bit. And they showed the empty crowd for some reason. Like, why would you do that? Wouldn't you make it like a Thunderdome scenario? Like, create the illusion that people give a shit about this product. And they showed me this empty stadium. And I think I watched a guy throw three incompletions. And I just said, fuck, this isn't good. Bring me the XFL. At least they have the beer snake. Yes, we're just all looking forward to the XFL. We got to see the people with the better names that actually are like gimmick names that aren't real names. I'm excited to see He Hate Me again. Yeah, give me a He Hate Me because give me a teabagger. Like there's several names that that are, that'll remain in history even if the game wasn't that good. Uh, so, Gino, let's talk about some wrestling. Let's talk about WWE. You've heard of that, right? Like I know you're not a big WWE guy, but from the little bit of Raw that I watched, and by little bit I mean Hulu Raw, um, why why did they advertise that six pack challenge? Did I miss something? Like didn't they say there was a six pack challenge for the women's number one contender? You always talk about continuity in the women's division, and they fucked that one up pretty good, didn't they? Well, here's the uh, thing that apparently happened because here is the again what I've listened to because I listened to Dave and Brian talk about this. So apparently we have fucking that Naomi was going to win that six pack challenge. And that Sasha was then going to challenge Ronda for her title. We were going to have the two champions, the tag team champions, facing the singles champions. Okay. At the next paper, which would be interesting, but at the same time, it's like you don't care about the tag team titles. So, again, my perspective is the reason why Sasha and Naomi left because they walked out on Raw. And I believe they walked out because they realized you don't care about our tag team titles that we're trying to make relevant and care again like we are supposed to, like what we should be doing. So, I feel like they wanted to, they felt like we were, they were just. They were being disrespected because apparently the end was supposed to have Naomi pin Sasha. 
Now, now, Kevin did let me know that you guys kind of debated this. There was a spirited debate on was there a walkout? Like, I don't know if was there was there a walkout. That just seems like it would have been a way bigger headline when I was going through wrestling. It was a real headline, and if you look up when you see like some raw stuff, you could see WWE statement about it, so which she, is very fake. So WWE she statement. So if if the statement's fake, is the walkout fake? How can one be no. without the other? Because the way that they worded the statement really made it seem like it's different than what it really is. Because it mentioned how is just a big bitch. (laughs) No, because she because here's part of that statement is like they didn't trust the opponents or some of these six people, like the other four people. Even though Sasha Naomi have not had any issues with any of those people in matches they've had before, so it's not a trust issue. So them saying was a issue of trust is false. I don't know. I'm not feeling we're safe. Because it was going to be Dewdrop, Nikki, Becky, Asuka, Naomi, Sasha, and Naomi was going to win over Sasha. So even looking at this, P- uh, PW Insider is also in on the fun. So this is uh, not just – you said Dave and Brian. Like, I knew who that was immediately. Big um, Dave and Brian Alvarez. We I, I thought you meant D- David LaGreca was the first name that was in my head. I was like, oh, does Gino <laughs> listen to that? Like, and then you said Brian, and I was like, Myers? So, Gino, pronouns, pal. Give me the whole name, damn it. Uh, Dave Meltzer and Brian. Dave Alvarez. and Brian, like they're fucking hanging out with us every weekend. Like I'm supposed to know. They who pretty these much guys are, are hanging out every week, and they have the, every day almost. They have if you would have called him Meltzer, I would have like, oh, okay, cool. Meltzer and Alvarez. Fucking Dave is what you call him. Yeah, David, Dave and Brian. Our good friend Dave. Like, no, Gino, we're not. We don't know these people. Uh, <laughs> even if if you did Stephen Larson, I would know who those guys were. But you said Dave and Brian. Their show's not called Dave and Brian. There's shows called Wrestling Observer Online or whatever. Figure Four Newsletter. Observer Live, Figure who Four Newsletter is the overall like site that he Here's uses. who I trust. PW Insider. I don't know who does that one. Uh, several sources had told them that the original plan for Banks and Naomi on Raw, six-pack challenge, Bianca was going to face. Uh, Naomi would pin Sasha to win the match and receive the title shot. Banks and Naomi uh, would have been featured several segments building to them facing off in the match post-main event. The partners would have celebrated Naomi's victory. Naomi would go on to lose to Belair at Hell in a Cell. Though that's not confirmed, it was also noted Sasha would go to face Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown title. It's also noted that led to concerns from Banks and Naomi regarding creativity over the women's tag titles. And later in the afternoon, an alternative idea was pitched that would have seen Banks and Naomi lose a short tag match to set up their next challenges. So maybe that's why they were like, well, no, we're not going to go with this storyline if it involves us losing to do drop at Nikki Ash in like a minute and a half. Like this doesn't make any sense. Like why would why would the champions lose that quickly? Is that kind of what you heard from your friends Dave and Brian? I, that's part of like what I was assuming was going on because the big thing that I was hearing about was just the first part being the whole they both were going to get these singles tag title matches and they were going to lose. So I was like the tag team champions getting just folks on singles and they're still champions so we don't have a title match for them. It's just going to – we have no storyline, no continuity, no care for the tag team titles that Sasha and Naomi really do want to bring actual like prestige to and actually have people care about them again because we used to for a very, very short time. That's normally every year, WrestleMania season. That's the uh, only yeah, time maybe. No, cares. we've never cared about these titles other than I, when they. No, no. Look, I I know that I'm saying when I say we, I mean WWE. Uh, like, look, we wanted the titles to matter. Obviously, like when we had the Boss and Hug connection, it was like this obvious. Wow, they're going to be great long term champions. Oh, the Iconics got a big win. That's fun. But 
other than those two moments, there never really was a huge idea for these tag team championships. Like even when I fantasy book or think what they should do with these belts, first of all, if you're going to not have a brand split or if you are, let me rephrase that. If you're going to have a brand split, brand split these titles. I know that people think that's like, what? I'm thinking a raw women's tag team title, SmackDown women's tag team title. Force them to use the women that are on those shows. Force them to, well, we're not doing shit with this chick. Let's put her in this, you know, let's do something to, to feature these women. And then you can do all the same stuff you do with the men's tag titles. Oh, they're having a match at Survivor Series against each other. Oh, well, it'll give you an opportunity to keep more women relevant on each brand. Because remember when Sasha and and, uh, and Bailey were just, like, during the pandemic era, they were on every show. They were the only thing on both shows. Poor it, kids are just as bright and just as Thank you, all thanks. And like you could have used that opportunity if you had two sets of women's titles. Uh, just imagine that. Like treat it like the men's titles. If you have two men's tag teams, just do two women's tag teams and put more that'll force you in a good way or negative way to fo- feature more women on both shows. That's true, and that's the whole thing I was hoping for. When I saw the whole Riding on the wall about the NXT tag team titles. I'm just the women's tag team titles. So I was like, oh, okay, this buzz, could be the start. The we could just be like, have every brand have the t- women's tag team titles. So then we can actually build women's and actually care about women's tag teams. So then when a tag team goes like from Raw to SmackDown or SmackDown to Raw, we would care. And now it's like, oh, they're just all on the same brand. And even women's tag teams that are on SmackDown can be on Raw, even if they're not the champion sometimes. Why did Botrick stop working again? It was just open a second ago. Gino, what's this Gears 5? Are you guys all playing Gears 5 without me? I've been enjoying like Gears 5. I just finished like, re-downloading some stuff because I forgot I had to update it as well. So I'm pretty much ready to play Gears 5. And it's on Game Pass, so you could actually join us with us thanks to Xbox having a whole way that you could stream via the cloud gaming just with Game Pass. I actually have it downloaded, by the way. I already have it downloaded. I actually played Gears 5. I didn't know you guys were all doing this behind my back. What the hell? Uh, Ernest the Spliff Miller, uh, he gave us, uh, what is this? Uh, Bravo! Thank you so much, Ernest the Spliff Miller. I appreciate that, my friend. Uh, yeah, we should play some Gears 5 this weekend. Why aren't we doing – what are you doing right now, Gino? I mean, we're just having this discussion about wrestling, but, I mean, I'm down for whatever. We have Wednesday night after our discussion. If you're awake late at night, we could do that with you, me, and Kevin. My Xbox, by the way, is, like, in the living room right now. I should just play it in uh, there, but I'd be – you know what it's for? My son plays that Jurassic Park game, that Jurassic World game, and by he plays it, he lets me watch him. Like, I watch it, and – or no, I play it and he's watching it. So I'm like, he'll he'll just tell me, Daddy, build a dinosaur. I'm like, Ralphie, we need to make more money first. We can't just make dinosaurs willy nilly. We need to expand. We need to build more stations. Like it's such a, it's not just make a dinosaur game, you know. And that's I, and true. I, and that's why I'm looking forward to actually. Like since we're talking about it, right quick, the sequel is already on Game Pass right now. You can actually play a sequel. There's another Jurassic, Jurassic World, World game. Yes, it's Jurassic World Evolution 2, so you can actually build another park, a new tycoon. Oh, God. What, what I need to do is to – you know what? We'll do that one of these weeks. You know, I'm going to bring the Xbox in here. I'm going to beat that fucking game, all right? I'm going to have the greatest Jurassic World anyone's ever seen. I'm going to be just like Claire. I'm going to be just like Owen from the movie. I'm going to make a park that works. And then once I've mastered that game, I've, I've demoed all the land, I've structured it perfectly to have all my dinosaurs, and I will just allow Ralph to build fucking dinosaurs. He wants me to make a T-Rex. I'm like, we don't have any DNA or genomes for that right now. Like, you look at this is this is all we have. I can make you a Triceratops again. That's what you want. Okay, Triceratops again. Here we go. The carnivores always get out, Gino. How am I supposed to stop them? 
That's the thing. I don't remember how you stop the carnivores from getting out again. It's a really good tycoon game. I do like it again. Brophy does understand how tycoon games work, where you do have to like get the resources over time by making money, so you can then work on those resources, so you can then make the dinosaurs that you're wanting to make to make more money. Yeah, it's like a yeah. You called it a tycoon, like yeah, like a roller coaster tycoon, or like a Sims. Yeah, like it takes. It's more than just like I, you know when he sees me playing Madden or or MVP05, it's like a 20 minute game that's over. These games that require tons of time and investment are very, very difficult to just play once a month with him. Like, he needs me to to beat the whole game, make millions and millions of dollars, so that way we can just make all the fucking dinosaurs we want. So that's going to be an episode of Elite is coming very soon, is me just playing that dinosaur game. So that way he can finally just build his T-Rex, build his Brontosaurus, build his Triceratops, and then we'll create a, an arena where they can all battle. It's going to be awesome. Yes, they'll all battle, and you'll have inbreeding as well. We'll have fucking multiple different generations of dinosaurs or different fucking types all over the place. Every type. The WWE released the following statement regarding Jurassic World. When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived in the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. Isn't that also kind of the sad thing? It's like, uh, hey, girls, uh, you're going to be in the main event tonight. You guys have earned this. Okay, what's going to happen next? Oh, we're, you guys are going to lose. Well, fuck it then. Um, during the broadcast, they walked into WWE head of talent relations, Johnny Laurinaitis' office with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on the desk, and walked out. They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions, and even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they had had matches with those two individuals uh, in the past with no consequence. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show's characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. Um, Gino, I'm kind of on the side of WWE because I've been to some wrestling shows, and when you go there excited to see Sasha Banks, and Sasha Banks doesn't come out because she cares about the tag team titles, uh, what the fuck? And I know that that's one thing you could be upset about and you have every right to be upset about. But at the same time, when you do figure out and understand like her perspective now, after the fact, and even like how Davey was trying to swerve, I didn't swerve, but like make us think differently about it, because I think Corey had a specific quote that even fucking Denise tweeted about that he said on yeah, commentary. Yeah, he said Sasha Naomi. He said uh, Sasha Naomi unprofessionally left the arena. Yes, unprofessionally left the ring. You said something else and unprofessional. So I was like, no, that's not truly the case. That's just no, what it you're is. wanting us to believe. That's the narrative you want us to believe, WWE. How is that the narrative? And- here's the main event, Gino. Six women are on this poster. You like, uh, Look, here's the poster. Here's six women. You bought tickets to the show tonight. We're putting the graphic up in the beginning. We're going out tonight to kick down every line. They put that graphic up. You think you're going to see Sasha Banks and Naomi. Two of your favorite wrestlers are going to be in the Main event, and instead of coming out and doing the match, they put belts on the desk and leave. That's the definition of unprofessional. I paid money to see Sasha. Sasha didn't show up. Yes, and that is the case again. That's from your perspective as a fan being there. With me being a person who does like I'm more of the hardcore fan, not the casual laps fan that would just do that and be like, "Oh, this person I like, I want to see." You know, you can't you can't argue that what they did was wasn't unprofessional. It's clearly unprofessional. How is it not unprofessional? Again, the wrestlers have done this for years. Every wrestler who has like a different opinion, they do walk out. Every like again, we got Steve Austin, Batista, fucking Hulk Hogan. 
all these legends have done this before. All unprofessionally, they, yes. <laughs> yes, unprofessional, but they've done this, and it was because they knew what was better for them and their character and for the storyline that should have been going on for them. And what happened now, instead of that six-woman tag, which would like six-woman match, that would have just been like, what, six minutes of nothing and then just a finish, we at least had a really good finish of two singles wrestlers having a singles match. That actually meant something. Well, it would still would have meant so. Even Kevin in the chat, they walked out over winning. They were gonna win. Like Austin was gonna lose to Brock Lesnar with no advertisement, and he thought, "Why? If I'm the biggest star in this company, and you just made me work a program with Big Show and Ric Flair in a handicap match, why am I now being thrusted into this nonsense? Like, am I not Stone Cold Steve Austin? You know what? Fuck it, I'm out of here. Uh, who was the other one that you brought up? Logan. It doesn't work for me, brother. Well, that's a that's a myth though. What's when did that actually happen? That's happened, I'm sure. You're we sure. Know it's happened. But no, but it's what I'm being creative control. Like and you could say there's been times where yeah, Austin took his balling and went home. Hogan with the, that doesn't work for me, brother, is hey, they in his contract they put creative control. So if they're pitching him ideas and he goes, uh, that doesn't work for me, brother, brother. It doesn't work for me, brother. It doesn't work for me, dude. I'm not losing this thing tonight, dude. He's not tan, brother. So, yeah, you can't, like, even for WWE, can you make an argument that that ever happened in WWE? That That's a WCW thing. Yes, that is the thing. It was more WCW thing. It probably did not happen to anybody that we know of again. Maybe we do. Maybe it happened. We don't know how Hogan, Hogan was able to pull the strings like at WrestleMania became a new match out of nowhere that he got to win the title because he didn't want to have Brett beat him because that's... <laughs> We know the story for that. We know Vince said Hogan must pose. He couldn't imagine. Yes. He could not imagine after eight WrestleManias all ending with Hogan posing. He could not imagine having a WrestleMania end without Hogan posing. Hogan oh, must pose. Thank you he all. He could have still posed with Bret Hart. He could have like helped Bret win. Because he would live, go but why, that, why is that Hogan's <laughs> fault? Vince is the one that said, hey, Hogan must pose. It's not like Hogan's back there like, Hogan, can I, or Vince, can I pose? Get out there and pose, damn it. Fuck Brett. We don't need him. We got Yoko Suna. Yes, and you, they have him beat Yoko, not Brett, because they didn't like Brett until later, they realized. And it was too late for them to like Brett. And Brett must pose. And look, Brett was unprofessional and not doing the job, and they screwed him. So, luck, Sasha's so lucky, they would have reversed that decision to have her be the winner, and they would have screwed her out. She would have lost. But yes, one thing. Thankfully, Sasha was not going to. It was Naomi that was going to. Well, and I like the idea. You know, I, I, I know that's romantic. Like, hey, we're laying the belts down, and we don't think you're respecting these tag team championship. How, how do you argue that though? If you are in the main event and you're winning the main event, like you're the tag team champions, that you get to Hogan must pose with these belts. Like Sasha and and Naomi can still be out there. Like, hey, we're still the champs, even though you pin me. We're still, you know, we main evented Raw together. The show ends with the tag team champions. I mean, that is one way of seeing it, but at the same time, my perspective of how they might have seen things as is you have Naomi pinned Sasha, and then Sasha, they already are then setting up, like, are you then planting the seed already this early on about them turning, even though we already just a month ago had a tag team turn already? But so you don't really care too much about the women's tag team? We also, even just as a tag team. We also just had Dax and Cash fight each other on TV on the other show. So it is it is possible to have tag partners fight and not immediately turn on each other. So, uh, And WWE's done that. They've had Matt and Jeff fight, and this is before they broke up, but they fought like in the night in the, the 1990s. Yeah, probably in the 1990s they'd have singles matches, but it, it is possible to do it without, without immediately all 
turn him. You have to turn him now. Like, no, we can. It'll be fine. I mean, it would be fine. I'm getting. It's just like I kind of see from their point of view because they did win these titles at WrestleMania. We've not really been able to have a really high key match that we need to have to really prove that these titles mean something like we want them to. So they're like, so you want us as a tag team champions to be in this match and have one of us pin the other to win. And yet you want, so then we focus on a singles instead of the actual tag team for the tag team titles that we're holding still. But doesn't that also put the titles in, in more relevancy? We're arguing right now, like, well, they should be in a big match for the tag titles. There's not really any other any tag teams right now. So why not, instead of just having a forced tag match between two girls that aren't going to win, we're going to put the tag team champions in the main event, put them on TV, have them fight for the Raw Women's Championship, have them fight for the SmackDown Women's Championship, put them in two marquee singles matches, and then after those singles feuds are over, they're going to be more relevant than ever, and they're still going to have tag team championship gold to now defend and move and bring on to elevate other people. And that might have been like how the people like behind the scenes at WB, how Vince probably saw things, and he just didn't understand like how they saw things, which might be completely different. Being like my side, being that she just felt that you don't care about us right now as the champions, not us. So they really definitely, ca- they definitely care about them. So you, we're we're just different. Like you can argue for that they don't care about the tag titles. Absolutely, they're trying to make Naomi a number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship, and you're saying you don't care about us. That may we're, you, Sasha's gonna fight Ronda rousey you don't care about us that makes no sense you know was kevin i I can imagine kevin screaming at you because you're making no sense right now no it's the whole point it's like you need to understand like people have different perspectives so again i'm trying to see from their perspective sasha and naomi being like so we're champions we're the tag team champions and we want to have matches that signify us as the best tag team and try to actually prove that this tag team division matters. So instead, Whoa, you want us to then have the these sting. singles matches and have a singles title match instead of going for the defending our tag team titles and make these mean something again. Thank you all, thanks, Sign, for the mandate. So, and look, that that's a. I know that, that you're arguing that's their perspective is that they just want hey, we want just tag team title matches. We don't want to be involved in any, any of this this singles nonsense. So if that's their perspective, then they're wrong. Like, we're not just going to put you in a random match against Piper, Nevin, and whoever and just go, this is a huge match, because it's not. There's no bigger match for either one of these women right now than having them go after the singles gold. Having both of your champion, having all these, all, like everyone walks out with a belt, just the visual of that is fantastic. You can imagine the lead up to that Ronda teaming up with Bianca against uh, the tag champs. Like, there's so many things you can do. So even from their perspectives, I, I and, and it's probably Laura Knight has probably communicated all this shit terribly. Oh well, I don't really know. You're probably gonna lose at some point, but uh, at least you both look great doing it. So who knows what the, how it was explained to them. But if they would just talk to me for 10 minutes, I would let them know that kids paid to go watch them and they fucking laid belts on a desk and walked out. So uh, go fuck yourselves. That would, like, that's all I could think is like, I remember CM Punk walking out. I was like, fuck you. You don't get to say you're not a quitter. You fucking left. You quit. That's what quitting is. So you can call it, I'm standing up for myself. It's still called quitting. It's still, Sabu did this at ECW and Paul Heyman called him a piece of shit. And we all were like, yeah, Paul, you're right. But because it's Sasha, like, no, go fuck yourselves. Like, I think that's bullshit. Even from their perspective, they should look at it from our perspective. Like, we paid money to watch this shit. You guys make it good. 
why are you going to, oh, well, these, these tag belts mean more to us. Like, and Jared Camacho, CM Punk did not quit. He no showed from work for six months. That's quitting. Yeah, he was a quieter. We bought his house. Remember, that was a whole big tweet. I remember that he was a quieter, and we bought his house. We paid for his house. Yep, he's definitely a quieter. Uh, and, no, he definitely quit. He no-showed from work for six months. He's lucky it took that long to get fired. And, yeah, being fired on your wedding day, I love that they made sure. I worked for FedEx. You have to pay $16 for the Saturday delivery fee, and you know Vince was fucking just send it, send it pal. Ha-ha! Fuck him. Send it to him. Yes, and then he fucking went on the Stone Cold podcast and lied to everybody. That was great. Love Vince. Who Vince did? Yeah, when Vince went on Stone Cold's podcast and said, "Oh, I didn't know it was going to be on that day. I'm sorry that it was an inconvenience and it made you feel bad about it." It was great. Yeah, Vince. that was great. Honestly, fuck CM Punk. It's funny that he's still like everyone has this romantic vision of this fucking guy who left us. So same, hey, same with Sasha and Naomi at this point now, right? Like you're looking at it like, oh well. And for you, Gino, I'm sure it's like, well, I'll see him wrestle somewhere else. I watch all the wrestling that exists in the world, so I don't need them in WWE. I would love to watch Mercedes Varnado teaming up with. Trinity Fatu taking on Ruby Soho and and uh, what's her name Tony Storm on AEW. So yeah, no, no we don't well, need. Thankfully, they're not getting any reprimand dates. They're not being suspended. They're perfectly fine. So that's good. Look forward to Friday night where we're going to see them because that's another thing that upsets because those what we could do, what WWE could do, you know, since we have the tag team titles, don't have them on both shows, so we can build up a tag team on the other show that they're not on. So we got like women's tag team that are like dominating these other women of the East, this division of like Raw or SmackDown, and then we have them being built up for the pay per view being against Sasha and Naomi. I like my idea. Just have two tag team titles. Have the Raw women's, the SmackDown women's. Force yourself to make a tag team division, and or get rid of it all. Like that's the other thing is they introduced these titles at a time where there were several tag teams. Tamina and Nia were a tag team. Uh, the Iconics were a tag team. Uh, Get up strong, came back, or whatever the fuck they were called. Yeah, Beth and Addy. Yeah, Boston Hug. There was there was definitely tag teams, so it was cool. Like okay, like introduce these belts, and we'll we'll figure out how we're gonna treat the brand split stuff afterwards. So I'm all for that. I think it's a great idea. But why not just if you're really serious about building a division, you have to have tag teams. You need to have some matching gear. We need some more Casey Catanzaro's and Caden Carter's in the world. So. Yeah, the tag yes, team. Chase. The, the tag team division sucks. Who cares? Like, it's just the women's division in WWE is getting it. When you watch stuff like Charlotte and Ronda and Bianca and Becky and the shit that's really good, and then the afterthought that is those tag team titles, yeah, what's the point? I So if Sasha and, and Naomi, now, if they had a different perspective on how to make those titles more relevant, uh, like you were trying to argue, I, I don't see it. There was no way you were going to make me, oh, well, they were going to do. Uh, well, because well, what was the match? Nikki Ash and, and Dewdrop, right? Like, that's the only other Nikki tag Ash, team. Nikki Ash, Dewdrop, fucking Becky, Asuka, and the two of them. No, I mean, like, what other tag teams are there right now? Uh, tag teams right now, yeah, there's Nikki and Piper. God, I'm actually trying to think of the tag teams. Uh, they still have Shayna and Natty. They can bring that, run that back, which was not a bad match, actually. Last Nat- Natty was hanging out with Cora Jade. She's not doing... Tag team no, shit. she also is doing SmackDown. She's on the tag team division on SmackDown. She's on both NXT and SmackDown. She's one of the few people that's actually on both shows. Again. While we had the fucking Viking Raiders just on NXT. They weren't doing anything on the main roster. So, yeah. They were doing dark matches. Yeah, that's not main roster. That's just dark matches. I need them on <laughs> television. Match. 
So yeah, that, I mean that sucks for them to walk out. I look at it from, I do look at it from the fan perspective. If I was there, I'd be very upset. So they might be standing up for the greater good, but it's also like, no, look, you know, we watch the show for you guys. This and and I, we can do this again. This show also made these characters. It made these people. It did. I mean, Sasha Banks is like homegrown all the way. WWE, both of them. One of them was a Funkadactyl. Like, these are two WWE girls. And then in the boom of wrestling, with independent wrestling and other promotions coming on, it probably is sexier and more attractive to go somewhere else. But these two women in particular, I mean, WWE made these two. They did, and I'm looking forward to, like, seeing what happens if they get, like, punished on television or if we're just going to get them focused on a tag team run that we do actually care about because we need to go back to care about women's tag teams even nxt is not doing a great job but or this is all fucking work and they're just going to be on smackdown as heels or whatever like they're going to no show again and they're going to no show on monday they're going to start cutting promos on twitter that are like uh where's smackdown tonight rochester i don't wrestle in dumps like rochester and like we'll see you on Raw, and then they do another like backstage. Like I didn't realize Raw was going to be in Pensacola. I don't wrestle in Pensacola. They never, so we don't see them for years. That'll be fantastic. That would be a really good fucking storyline. They're the tag team champions that just don't show up, and then we finally get their big match WrestleMania. Yeah, they only wrestle once a year, and it's at WrestleMania. So. Uh, it looks like Nia Jax and Lana, they're making their returns to the professional wrestling business, Gino. Now, a lot of people are at this event. It's, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for all these matches at this event. Yeah, it's because uh, I think the Authors of Pain are there too, right? Or how is What is this? What is this event? This is, I think it's uh, UK Wrestling or British Wrestling something. I forget what the exact title is. I think it's Wrestling promotion. Entertainment Series. Like, uh is that it? First ever? Yeah, WES. Is that what's going on here? It's a new promotion yeah, created by the authors of all, all these big names. Yeah, other matches Four announced. Kids are just as bright and just as talented as white Thank kids. you, Beezlebub. Yeah, other matches announced. Uh, Titan, he's taking on uh, Alistair Overeem. Jesus Christ. I didn't know Overeem was going to try and wrestle. Uh, the authors of Pain are taking on your boys, Weston Blake and Macklin. Killer Prisoners of Society. Killer Cross is taking on uh, Kalisto. Uh, versus Jonah, triple threat match, I suppose. Deanna Parato and Chelsea are teaming up, teaming up against the influence. Uh, Mojo Raleigh's wrestling. Are you serious? We have to watch this event. So this is the wrestling. This is, gonna be amazing. This is in Nottingham, England. It's on Fight TV. It's on June 4th. Uh, how did this happen? How are the authors of Pain putting shows together? What, what is this? Uh, it's because their NFT business. They finally fucking got off the ground. They made all this money from NFTs before a crash. They're making that money back to put it in this wrestling business. Exciting. Wow, good for that. And the, the whole NFT game really is such a – people always come to me like, crypto's a Ponzi scheme. It's like NFTs are the real – NFT and fine art. Good God. Who's paying $100,000 for a painting that was worth 10000 a year ago? What? You guys are creating its own value. Um, but that's, that's true. And also just rug pull businesses, which I fucking, I love seeing just how bad it can be. Like just the rug pulls that do happen. Like every fucking week, it seems every month, just with that FT rug pulls. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jesus. Well, even like meme coins, I always bring that up. People are like, what about Doge? I'm like Doge is only, it's, it's whenever you all buy Doge, the price of Doge goes up. So I don't, it's, it's not really linked to anything. It's not an ecosystem that has functionality. Uh, in in on the blockchain, it doesn't do any of that stuff. You guys yeah. just buy it, and then it creates value. 
<laughs> but just people, like fucking Logan Paul's Dink Doink, I think is what his fucking shit coin's called, his Dink Doink. Oh, He's invest in that, though. All right, I, I, <laughs> Anything Logan Paul touches is gold. We need to invest. So uh, this show looks pretty good. Gino, are you going to be watching? Because Lena Fanin, I did not think, would wrestle ever again. I thought she was going to be a Hollywood starlet. I thought I never knew that CJ Perry was going to come back to wrestling. So it's going to be come a very on. exciting event with her wrestling. We're going to have all these amazing matches. I'm really excited for like the big match, the opening match. After that pre-show match, which we do have Dirty Dango there, we're going to have fucking Mike Bennett wrestling, which is going to be great in a singles contest. You knew that CJ Perry was going to wrestle. Come on. She's the she's going to be, be managing. She's not mm, great in the ring. So hopefully she, she has portrayed a lot better. She's going to be an amazing athlete against Nia Jack. Why are you insulting? We're going to whole spot again. We're going to have all this great stuff again, bringing back their feud. There's no need to insult her, Gina. She's a fine wrestler, okay? Hey, I'll take a quote from you. She's not the worst wrestler I've ever seen. That is true, and that's why I'm looking forward to we're going to get an announcer table spot. We're going to run all the fucking gimmicks that we had that WWE storyline those two had together. And you also know that she's, she's going to be the queen of the indies for years because she's going to be that chick that wrestles a, a six minute match and then afterwards all the dudes are going to want to take pictures with her and put her arm around her she's going to do skype sessions like dudes are horny gino yes i know they're horny that's why this is going to be a big match for them people are going to be excited for this but the match we should all be excited for is get alistair over and coming into pro wrestling to fight titan it's going to be the best match with the Titan. You think it'll be the best match? To find the best match, I always have to kind of ask you what you mean It's going to be the best dumpster fire match because I don't know if Alistair okay. Overing can work a wrestling match and Titan will fucking stiff him. It's going to be great. It's going to be like Brock and Braun. That's what I was wondering. I was like, what do you mean by that? Do you, do you mean, when it's you... just going to be the most entertaining fight wrestling that we're going to have. It's going to so, be a shoot work. It should also be pointed out that uh, last night's Raw uh, was almost a sellout. You know, it was. It looks like they they de they sold out. They might have had like a couple oversells. So, uh, the live business is doing well. I remember listening to an old uh, some something to wrestle with, and they were and Conrad was pitching content creation because you're you're Gino. No offense, you're a hermit. All right, you're inside. All right, you don't go outside very often, and. They were arguing that, you know, for somebody like you, Gino, content, video, like wrestling, hour long, half hour long, two hour long, three hour, whatever. People just want to be able to sit inside all day and watch wrestling. And Bruce's argument was, no, people want to go out and see wrestling. They want to go be in the crowd. They want to be a part of it. They want to be part of the show. And so Raw's selling out. And, you know, I remember when WrestleMania was here, that sold out. Uh, what are your stances on that? Because you seem like you're a, you're definitely you don't give a shit about going to shows. You're just more about consuming as much as possible. Uh, what, do you agree more with AEW's idea of it? Only, all that matters is television and stuff we can put on YouTube. House shows are useless. Or are you more WWE where house shows are where the money's at? I more see like what AEW is doing because I do feel with how the entire media is that we have now in 2022 that content is king. If we keep producing so much content out there on social media, on YouTube, on everywhere we can, people will be reached out from that from the fucking algorithm in one way or another that they'll watch the product then they'll be like okay we could watch this and it's like wrestling they'd be excited because maybe they were a wrestling fan as a kid and they'll be interested in this and that's why I'm also excited for the AEW Fight Forever game because that might bring in lapsed fans and who don't know about AEW it's actually be a really exciting thing so what AEW is doing I think is a lot better with AEW is doing because AEW is just running by with what they know works and not changing the formula at all 
Yeah, and and there's some truth to what you're saying there. Like, you know, AEW is they're playing from behind. They don't have the brand recognition. Like, if WWE is coming to town, you know what that is. You're gonna go see it. When AEW is coming to your town, you might not know what that is, so you don't have the same urgency to go see it. Uh, and and I don't know how AEW ticket sales are doing. Like, I remember going to that Dallas show and half the arena was empty. You're saying, oh, they do it for SmackDown too, but even AEW is not selling out seven thousand for each episode of Dynamite. Uh, now, they did sell out, like, what, 20000 for that Arthur Ashe show, which, pff, do that constantly. That sounds phenomenal. Uh, but, yeah, and, and with the video game, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm too old now. So, it's I, I would argue the video game isn't going to help at all bring in people like it used to. Because there were, there was, and there's also the same issue with having so much content at your fingertips. Like, people ask me all the time, did you start Ozark? Did you start all these shows? So it's also going to be the same for wrestling. Like, hey, there's all this wrestling. You don't even know where to begin. With video games, there's so many games. Where do you begin? Which one are you going to grab first? Like, hey, do you want to get the new AEW game? Or, hey, did you ever play Elden Ring? Like, there's all of these choices that I don't know if that's going to have the same effect that it had. Like, when we were kids, the fucking game came out. I mean, you, you, you'd accidentally be playing FIFA. And you're like, soccer rules. And, yeah, like, that's... I don't know, because WWE's strategy of one video game every year seems to just do them fine. I don't know if it brings in fans or loses fans. It's really just kind of a gift for for us, for the people that watch it. And I don't know what their their idea for bringing new fans is. It must just be obviously advertising like at baseball games and stuff. And and I don't know because even being on Peacock is probably huge for them too. Because if you have Peacock for something else, it's like oh, there's wrestling on here. Oh, I'll watch this. But I don't know, Gino. I think that the live event, like, I haven't been to one in a while, but they're so fun to be there live. AEW is fun live, too. So, um, but I just, I look at it, if it was like a house show WWE, doesn't that seem like a, it, in my head, it sounds like a dead model, but it, it seems to be working if they're still selling out. Like, when, they, when Impact is here, I wanted to go see them and I didn't. So maybe you're right. Maybe it's all about content. You always use that word. And that's what the world is all about right now. Again, 2022 is all been about content. We have so much content of wrestling, of just any form of media. It's just right on your fingertips. You can just pull it up at any time and you just watch it, whatever interests you, at any moment in time. And I'm even looking here, Gino, we got to talk some Impact Wrestling. Did you hear there was some, uh, there was some, uh, yeah, what's their, what's their names? AEW Talent? Aren't, weren't they at Impact this past weekend? I believe some people were there. There was one person that they did announce on Twitter that is not a spoiler. That is Frank Azaria versus Chris Saban is part of this whole Citrus Brawl, which I'm looking forward to when these tapings are done, where we get to see it hopefully each week before the build-up for Slammers. Yeah, Kazarian was there. Uh, I don't see any other names really announced, but it, uh, Scorpio Sky, I think. No, no, he wasn't on there. But uh, you you were like a couple weeks ago. You were saying there's no working relationship. Gino, you were wrong. Look at this relationship, dude. These guys yes, are constantly now are seeing a working relationship, which I'm excited for. I'm just I'm upset about Diana losing the title. That now she just doesn't have any title. But now that we know what's happening at anniversary, this is the moment that she's finally gonna be champion again. So I, I hope. I guess we should break news. We should give people a little bit of context what we're talking about. So uh, the first ever, right? Is this the first ever Queen of the Mountain match? We got to see the first women's uh, Ultimate X match, but now we're going to get a Queen of the Mountain match. So that'll be exciting. Queen of the Mountain, King of the Mountain used to be a Slammiversary tradition. Uh, A ladder match, five dudes normally. Uh, 
if the only way you had to qualify to be able to hang the belt, you had to pin somebody. You would pin or somebody or tap them out. Thank you. And, and that would make you eligible to then hang the belt. And that's how you would win it. If you got pinned, the first that gets pinned. Yes. The penalty box. Cause hockey. <laughs> well, I think it's also, it's also, I know it's stupid. Like I know Kevin didn't like that when, when it was first happening, but I actually liked it cause it did incentivize you to not get pinned. Like you don't want to get pinned. Because ultimately, yeah, I don't want to be in that penalty box unless you're Mick Foley and you wanted to get pinned so that way you didn't have to fight anybody because you were an old fuck. So you wanted to go hide in the penalty box during the match, which, you know, pretty good storytelling if you ask me. I like that idea. Plus, AJ Styles did some stuff off the penalty box. Do you not like it? You made a sound. I love the penalty box. That's that's what I'm excited for because it was like hockey is really popular. So it's like they wanted to bring in the penalty box because of hockey. I would think like Vince Russo saw hockey, saw the penalty box. He's like... We could do this for wrestling, and that's what he came up with, is have the pinfall or submission you put in the penalty box for two minutes or a minute and a half. I forget how long it is. Hockey's been so around for – that's been around for like 100 years, though. Like, I don't, Do you think it was just hockey was popular in 2002? So Vince it was, was like, like a really big thing in 2002. It brought in a lot of viewership more than Impact had. That's <laughs> so much. We were like – they didn't advertise it like it was a hockey penalty box. Did they even have a hockey player like affiliated with anything? They've had like hockey players there. I remember like sometimes for anniversary, so I would assume like they connected to hockey because of that. That's which what I which ones? They had a lot of baseball players and football players. I don't remember them having any hockey players. I'm sure they've had hockey players. I'll just need to look back. You know, I'm going to watch back all the slammers that had fucking king of the mountain. Yeah, you're not going to you're going to find uh, AJ Perzinski from the White Sox, the guy who dropped the fucking ball or whatever. You're not going to see. Uh, you're, you're definitely not going to see any hockey. Play. I love that though. That's hilarious that you're like, yeah, because of hockey. Like what? You can't. You can have a penalty box without hockey, Gino. I guess you can. That's why I'm just looking forward. This could be an amazing fucking Queen of the Mountain match, and I, because that homecoming event we had the other year where we had Matthew Raywald and Deanna win, it makes perfect sense that the Virtuosa wins and becomes a two-time queen, and she becomes champion. This is perfect. They need to do this to fix everything that's been done to her. <laughs> So Tasha Steeles, who's having an incredible title run. Chino's done with her. Mia Yim, her big return. She's back in Impact Wrestling. Fuck her. Chelsea- Why give the WWE chick the title? Chel- she just fucking left to come see Impact. Deanna's a WWE her. chick. She was in NXT. Chelsea- She's finally been the Impact girl now after all these years. Chelsea Green. Uh, she, she's been she with the company. She has a feud with Mickey James kind of still going on, but now it's more like with Jordan Grace, so she doesn't need it. And Jordan Grace, another female that I would argue is deserving of winning a match. But you she think should win the digital media title? You think it's just Deanna Perazzo? This is her time. It should be Deanna's time, even though it most likely is going to be me again winning because <laughs> they want to give the very new WWE woman a title because she came back here. It's going to be like how Impact used to be. Yeah, bring me- back old TNA where we give the WWE superstar who just came here every title we could give. But I would argue, like, you like EC3 and Macklin. At least they were in – so Mia Yim was in TNA at one point. She was Jade from the Dollhouse. Yes. Maybe you remember. And, Great statement. And she was good in WWE. She was good in NXT. She had marquee matches. Mia Yim was treated like an important character. Uh, Macklin sucked in WWE. That's not true. As did Ethan Carter the third, Dexter Bateman or whatever. He was Derek Bateman was terrible in NXT. And they just brought him in with a new haircut and impact and just pushed him to the top like he was worth a damn. He fucking sucked. And he became worth a damn after a while. It was great. 
No, it wasn't you great. Get to see how good he was. Killed Impact Wrestling. We still need to do our Death of TNA show because, like, that was it for me. Like, watching his ascension from douchey guy on NXT uh, to D- Sweet Aunt D, you know, his aunt. And I don't think I liked EC3 until, like, a couple months ago. Like, he, he never worked for me. At any point in his TNA run, he had the best song in the company by far, Trouble, Trouble, Trouble. But even you when didn't he like his like run with him and Tyrus, when he was like kind of running for president kind of gimmick where he was no. just trying to make impact better. No, I hated that. I hated and then MJF <laughs> fucking stole it years later. Him and Rockstar Spud, yeah, I hated that. because uh, I even hated um so I hated that part, but then I hated when like Tyrus and, and Spud turned on him. And then suddenly he became the ass kicking machine. He was the worst. He was the worst part of Impact for a long Says time. Says the ass kicking machine monster. Beast. Yeah, look, he, everybody, yes. everybody remembers the ass kicking machine. Josh Matthews and Ethan Carter were putting each other over so fucking hard, and it was just unwatchable for me. I hated it. <laughs> well, you said Josh Matthews got put over, yes, by EC3, but he got put more over by the greatest fucking X Division guy, the greatest grand champion in Impact, Matt Seidel. Yeah, the third eye. He was the, what, what did he call him? What was his, his dumb He was name? his uh, oh, his coach. What did he call him? He was his counselor or something. I can't remember what he called him. I don't remember either. It was just like, he opened his third eye and that's how he became like his animal, spirit animal he found. Yes, that was, was awesome. great. The Ultimate X, yeah. so Ultimate X will be there, but it's going to be for the X Division Championship. Kenny King, the pretty boy Pitbull, Laredo kid who can't decide if he works for this company or not. Uh, Mike Bailey, and then Ace Austin. Now, according to this, it says three more challengers to be determined. Are we really about to have a seven-person Ultimate X match? No, if I recall, what it is is Laredo kid and Mike Bailey have a match this week. Oh, and it that's says or determine okay. who's going to be in it. Yes. Okay, thank God. I was like, that's a lot so of we people. Laredo, which Laredo kid and Mike Bailey is going to be a fucking kick ass match. So Mike Bailey's going to win that, right? There's no reason. I to- wouldn't think Laredo kid's going to be in the Ultimate X match. No. So yes, Mike Bailey's going to be in this big Ultimate X match yeah. with Kenny King and Ace Austin. And Ace is doing fucking great in the best Super Juniors, just want to say that. Already has one big win, two points already for block A, Ace Austin. I have not watched. So is Super Juniors happening like at this moment? I don't believe it's like night is happening right now. I think it's a little bit longer until like the next night. Mm, I have no idea how any of this works. But good. Okay, glad. I, um, I like Ace Austin. I think he's the rightful champion. Is he dating Gia Miller? Is that a thing? I believe he is. Yeah, that's why he also has her as his valet during a revolve, not revolve pro, the other pro that he was at, like the other event. Create a pro, yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> everything's create a pro. It's it's weird to uh, to because I, I watch it on um, my Ultimate Insiders on YouTube, and all the comments whenever she's interviewing him are they are so good together, they are so cute together. How do they remain so professional? They're so in love, you can just tell. I'm like, what? What are you? Where are you all getting? They this? do have great chemistry. Yeah, when you like hear you have her interviewing him, they have like really great chemistry. That's because of how their great relationship is. <laughs> Must be awesome, Gino. Can't wait. It is for him. So the He's gauntlet. Not. So I see gauntlet for the gold for Josh Alexander's belt, and we did determine who that was we it's eric young right yes eric young won it was an amazing gala for the gold shark boy came out he did the chummer twice one time was a double chummer but he got kicked out right away see i didn't make it to the end but instagram told me who won and i was like yes. yeah, that's that makes sense ey makes yeah. sense because it's slammiversary you can easily push him as like you know he's one of the important figures in impact history he just he lost to take control they, they just lost the tag titles this is a perfect opportunity for him to 
to take on Josh Alexander. So Impact doing some pretty good things. You know, I know we we give it a lot of shit because it should be better. It should be, you know, it it there's some weeks it sucks, but um I, I like the direction. I like I know we're building towards Slammiversary, which, you know, clearly is their number two show of the year. Um, yep. and they're treating it like a big deal. And I like that they're bringing back queen of the mountain. We have an ultimate X match. Uh, shit. Can we get a six sides of steel while we're doing all these awesome things? I mean, hopefully we can. And what I'm really excited for is that this week we have the Briscoes facing fucking violent by the side for the tag team titles, but we are having it being Diener and Joe Doring. So we're going to see if the Briscoes can beat the big man and the fast man. It's going to be an amazing contest this week. Jeez. The tag the- yeah, and and the show, and also, did you hear Aces and Eights returned at like a TV tape? Yes, it's awesome. They're gonna be there. We have D'Lo and Wes Briscoe back. And I was wondering, like, what we were doing with D'Lo. Like, he just got kicked off at of TV. Obviously, we wanted to get the two hundred five Live Boys back together in Matthew Raywalt and uh, Tom Hannafin. So yeah, that's good. So fucking good. They're so great on commentary. Yeah, yeah, I actually do enjoy their work together. I think uh, it's it's funny to hear both of them slip into WWE habits and then go back to Impact habits. But they're doing a, they do a really good job. Uh, are jeez? Do we say are they the best team in in the game right now? Because I think they are. I do feel, especially since it's just a two-man booth, we don't have too many fucking people talking to us every goddamn minute where we're like, okay, so this person's talking about this, but sometimes get confused because there's a third person talks about something completely different. At least with this being just a two-man booth, they're talking, they're at least on the same common ground. They've actually worked together for years pretty much because get 205 Live kind of main event, but then they stopped and they <laughs> switched that over. So like they've been doing this for a while. They know how they flow and they're amazing together. But you Ray Walton and Tom Anderson. And I like McAfee, but you know, it's, I, I, with, with Michael Cole, you know, there's still some, with the, Hey, there's still some of the flaws there, right? Because it is interesting to hear these guys actually call moves and progress the story the way that they do. And impact relies heavily on these two guys. Uh, so I, I like them as a team and I, uh, AEW's team. I mean, I, I love it for like the memes, but isn't Both it, teams. aren't they kind of the worst? Like, I don't know. I just, it's I, all their teams are kind of bad. Like all of them, we have uh, Excalibur, Mark Henry, Paul White on Elevation. We have Excalibur and Taz are good on Dark. I like that because it's just those two. And they do fucking just shoot the shit sometimes and have fun. And you can tell like they're just enjoying themselves. Beyond Dynamite, you have the three-man booth with Tony, JR, and fucking Excalibur where you can tell JR sometimes just doesn't care, doesn't want to be here. Nah, he hates that show. <laughs> And then you have fucking Rampage, which sometimes changes. Sometimes you get Ricky Starks with Jericho and Excalibur and Taz. You have four men sometimes, sometimes five men on some occasions. It's just too much sometimes. Yeah, no. I just like, have to turn that down and watch the match. That's what I got to do sometimes. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I like, I love the commentary for the jokes. Like, they are just the jokes. Like, uh, Impact went from, I think, having one of the worst. Uh, I mean, it went. They went from having what's his name, Matt Striker, who I hated. So he could have been paired with anybody, and I wasn't gonna like it. Even D'Lo couldn't save that. But uh, yeah, Jr. always says something kind of kooky. Makes me enjoy it. Um, uh, before we go, you know, uh, because clearly we've, we've been so niche, we're just falling down rabbit hole after rabbit hole. My notes for tonight were: Ask Gino about Impact. That was my notes. Um, MJF deletes a tweet after defending Nash Carter. Did you hear about this? I did not hear that he defended the woman abuser. So, uh, AEW star defended the former NXT tag team champion on Twitter this morning, but he deleted it. MJF had written, I lived with this man. 
He's not an anti-Semite. Stop virtue signaling and let this man do his job. So he said that because obviously, you know, he, he beat Kimber, which, you know, was a big part of it. But she also shared that photo of him posing like a Nazi. So everybody's like, oh, not only does he abuse women, he also hates black people. And that is kind of like the trend that, you know, or not black people, just also hates Jewish people. He knows he's a Nazi. Yeah, he's fucking Nazi. So MJF tries to defend this guy. Um, on Monday, Carter issued an apology over a 2015 photo, noting that regardless of how the photo came out to, or came to light, there were no excuse for his actions. Nash Carter will make his first post WWE. He's wrestling somewhere. That's actually really exciting. Where the fuck is he wrestling? Nash Carter will make his first WWE or post WWE appearance at an event for Circle Six and No Peace Underground in Orlando, Florida, this Saturday. He will be using his old ring name, Zachary Wentz. Holy shit, he's wrestling somewhere? Some motherfuckers wanted to hire this woman, this wife abuse. This is sad. I wonder what, how it's going to go down. I wonder if Kimberly has said anything about this, about him fucking going to wrestle still after this accusation. All this stuff has come to light. Carter is back to Zachary Wentz, his name on the indies. He's announced for Deliver Us or for the Deliver Us event from Circle Six and No Peace Underground uh, on May 21st. So he's wrestling like four days in Orlando. WWE released Carter back in April following domestic abuse allegations by his wife, Kimberly, who says she's still under contract with Impact. Is she still under contract? I thought she was gone. I wouldn't be surprised if her and Brandy uh, are still under contract, yeah. I think they're just waiting because Sue Young's whole thing is they're being pregnant, and hopefully she comes back soon, so we do get the whole group back together. Can we just get Brandy? Why do we have to? Do, why do we have to saddle her with like a stupid gimmick and like a, like not? Can we just have Brandy wrestling? No, we're gonna have Brandy wrestling eventually, especially hopefully if Derby does go to these whole releases that we're gonna have again, and Shotzi gets released, we can have Brandy and Shotzi again. Were they a team rivals. or something? They were kind of rivals. Oh, rivals. Then she even had Shashi on her uh, podcast. I found out like Brandy Lord has a fucking podcast. It was really interesting hearing them discuss shit. Is it your favorite podcast? I don't know if that's my favorite podcast. I do think that uh, fucking, what is it? Uh, my World is really good. I like My World. Really? I cannot listen to that. I, I've given up on everything Conrad does. I, I just can't. I can't do it. Me, I, I, I just tune him out and just listen to Jeff Jarrett. I, GCW even, superstar Jeff. Jim. Even Jeff, I'm like, okay, you don't care about this. I, I, he cares about TNA when he talks about it. He wanted he remembers it fondly. He only he only did this because that Michael Jackson or Michael Jackson, that Michael Jordan documentary. He's like, I'm gonna do that. People are gonna yawning. I'm so bored thinking about it. That's how bored I just got thinking about my world. Um, so Carter has not issued any social media comments since his release. Uh, stay tuned for more on Carter. Uh, you can see this tweet on its first indie show booking. Welcome back, Zach. What are? Let me read some of these comments. What is the feedback on this? What do people think of Zachary Wentz being back? The fucking rad school is back. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> so glad. One, he's excited. The first Zachary one is Wentz. from somebody. This is great. Let me bring this up. Uh, I did not expect that to be the first one. I thought there would be. I thought the first one would for sure. I'm on Twitter. I thought it would be immediately like this piece of shit. Are you fucking kidding me? This guy's a. This guy's a huge. He's a woman abuser. Like you were calling him, Gino. Although they were just allegations. Are there any chances he didn't do it? 
We don't know, but I do believe in Kimberly that she was telling the truth that it was not doctored or fake that he did it to her. So, uh, again, I believe the woman, not the person possibly abused because he never said anything against it entirely himself. Again, we got to hear his he? actual fucking information if he's actually done anything to her. Wow, this is nuts, dude. Okay, so the first comment from at Dro Rogan. Let's go! So glad he gets to be back in the ring. Uh, comment after that. Finally, he back. Sad to see he got fired from WWE, but glad he got back on the indie scene. Fire emoji. Uh, real, real, uh, real kind meds. Hell yeah, good booking. Bring him back to Cali when you come back. So, geez, people are fired up, dude. There's people are excited that Zachary Wentz is back because I guess they just think he's going to be with Trey. We're going to have at least two of the rascals back because. Wesley is just on his own and getting fucked over by Von Wagner. I have to get Von Wagner and uh, Quinn, Zion Quinn. Uh, from Zachary Never, really booking him. I was looking forward to going to this show, but I'm not supporting a company uh, platforming an abuser. CG, you know, there's somebody on your side, Zachary Never. There we go. At least someone understands that we should not be supporting this woman abuse, especially uh, that he fucked up Kimberly, who's one of the best women. What do, you, what, do you, what did you mean by that? Aren't all women the best? Are you? Are They're you? All women are the best. That's like she's just one of the many. She's just one of all. Are you objectifying women? Like, are you ranking them? Like, they want to be no, ranked? Is they're that... all one. Every woman is one. Is so that I was saying? She is the best of the one. Okay, I just want to make that clear. You were like, hey, if he had abused a not good woman, because <laughs> that's what no, it sounded like. He's still a woman abuser. No matter what, no matter what woman he abused, he is a woman abuser. I just want to make it clear: we do not support any domestic violence against any female regardless of Gino ranking what the hell was that um i'm not ranking anybody that's this is just a bit at isaac what's his name at i shooter he should still be nxt tag team champion in my opinion <laughs> yes he shouldn't have been reprimanded for what came tonight nothing should have happened to him him and wesley should still be tag team you're right you know he's he's right about that i want to go back to at Zachary Never, because when you look at his post or his comment about really booking him, I was looking forward to going to this show. But that's got 18 replies. So let's click on that and let's go down this rabbit hole a little bit and see what else is going on in the Twitterverse. Uh, at Joshua Brown, maybe look at the evidence against her and her track record before believing her smiley face emoji. Uh, at Only Sam's, uh, do your research. It was all bullshit. Whoa, dude, there's a lot of people that are like, they don't believe her. This is really sad to see that people are getting gaslighted by those people like fucking Wesley and his wife and fucking NASCAR just gaslighting all of them, making things like that Kimberly lied about all this when she fucking went. No one would lie about being abused by anybody. Uh, Amber Heard lied about Johnny Depp. That may, okay, that, yes. That's true. And her being the actual abuser that we found out, and her being... A, I've been fucking going through the rabbit hole of that whole case. It's been fucking surprising how much she's lying about it. Yeah, my some of my coworkers, it's like all the rage at work. It's water, it's water cooler talk. It's That's the only reason it's a mainstream media news story, so we're all talking about it at work. Uh, like that fucking picture on the bed. Like, I've seen this fucking shot of it where you do see, like, there's this thing on the bed, then you see the whole part of the wood that's chipped off. And when you do look closely, that thing could be a fucking knife that she used to make it seem like he did it. But he fucking did. 
Well, yeah, because a boot can't fucking do that. Didn't she like make a? She like set up a video or a photo of him laying like, oh, see how passed out drunk he was, and he was next to like an unlit cigarette. Like she had yes, the unlit cigarette. There was the lines of cocaine that we think it is. It was a fucking ashtray that was completely fucking nothing in it, no fucking ash, and fucking just one like glass of alcohol. That's it. That's all it was there to make it seem like, oh, look, this is what he had. You couldn't have fucking done this yourself. I make him look bad. People are all about. Uh, people are all about defending Nash Carter here, dude. I, I'm very surprised. So, is there another side of the argument? I've done none research into the to the Amber Heard shit. I've done try none. not to look at the other side because, like, I'm just trying to think like this might be them just trying to gaslight me. I just believe the woman abuser because who the fuck would just be that? piece of shit to lie about being abused we know of amber heard yes it's now the big case right now but we didn't know about this if this being someone like kimberly that would lie about being abused so i believe her more oh. than nash card see and and i and i get it like you don't want to be wrong you don't want to victim blame like i i i get that like i'm on the side of i don't fucking know uh most of the time i'm on the side of like how come he's not in jail then holy shit shouldn't he be in jail like isn't there something we're missing here like it, isn't that see like uh quigley says get the feeling they both drunkenly beat the fuck out of each other on a regular basis <laughs> and it wasn't an issue until they split up uh is, is that possible like i don't know like even as a man you're not supposed to hit a woman ever uh however she is bigger than him isn't she i mean maybe she was doing some damage <laughs> to him i'm not saying that as a joke isn't she bigger than him i'm sorry that yes i believe she is but that's not either here or there this what if havoc nothing. was beating you up would you do something <laughs> no i wouldn't especially because it's havoc havoc's great i wouldn't try to fucking hurt havoc no I, what. I know that's it. why i think sammy and her are probably an amazing relationship they're getting married i'm excited for them. if her and sammy weren't together i know what you would do to havoc <laughs> i would do nothing to her i know what you i would if i wasn't married <laughs> she wasn't married come on gino let's let's hear it See, that'll be an amazing relationship. But to me, the person who, out of all of the cane that I want to be with, is Rosemary, but she's with Andrew Everett. So again, I don't want to ruin that relationship. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's married to Andrew Everett. We need to. There's only you can either hook up with Havoc, Crazy Steve, or Black Taru. Who are you? Who are you? You got to fuck, marry, kill. Go. <laughs> all right. So I have to between Havoc, Black Taru, and Crazy Steve. Yeah, fuck, marry, kill. Go. <laughs> No, no Rosemary. I can't choose Rosemary, the woman who I believe is the best part. No, she's so, with Andrew Everett, and that's Trevor Lee's friend. So we don't want to mess up Trevor Lee. Even though fucking Havoc is with Sammy Callan, who I don't want to fucking die because. Not married, though. Death. Not married. Just point yeah, that soon out. Soon to be. Very soon to be. I don't want to ruin what could be a great marriage. What do you mean there's soon to be? Did, did he put a ring on it or what? They he did put a ring on her finger. This was like months ago. I remember she posted like the ring that she gave her. So are you saying you would kill Havoc? No. <laughs> okay, good. So you would marry Havoc. I, if I had to, to keep her safe from dying and me safe from being killed by the death machine, yes. That's actually a good point. I don't want Sammy Callahan coming after me, but I also don't... I, I think we have to kill Black Taru. Isn't that the obvious one? He's just... I. I He's probably got the least amount of family that would be worried if he was dead. So I think we're going to kill Even Black Taru. He's so good. He's such a good wrestler. So it's crazy Steve being legally blind. It's sad to think about if I'd have to kill one of the two great parts of Impact. I, maybe Crazy Steve then. Because if you were telling me, like, hey, I got a new – there's a new match this weekend. It's uh, it's Trey Miguel versus Black Taru or Trey Miguel versus Crazy Steve. I'd rather watch the Black Taru one. So maybe I'd kill Crazy Steve. 
Yeah, maybe we sadly might choose to kill the legally blind man wrestler who's amazing, and we'd have to fuck Black Taru. I'd probably bang Havoc, actually. I'd probably marry Black Taru. <laughs> now that I'm thinking, now that I'm going through the uh, the options, like I think we got the lesser of three evils. You're marrying Black Taru. I we could marry Black Taru, but you know, if I have to like marry dude, I think I'd marry Crazy Steve. Well, and can we remember, can we get Nevaeh back? Because Nevaeh was definitely one of my favorites, even though she's but married. She was not a part of Decay. She was married to one of the Ohio guys, David, Dave, or Jake, or both. I don't know how it works, but she yes. was married to one of the OI4K boys. Uh, either way, yes. Gino, I think I'm shocked. I literally am shocked that people are like. I mean, this photo. Yeah, he was just being a douchebag. He probably cut this and was like, "Look at me," uh, but. Other than that, and MJF even said he's not even racist. You guys are fucking stupid. That's what he said in his deleted tweet. Uh, but people are saying, oh, fuck off, bandwagon, hop and fuck wit. How do we even know she's telling the truth? Uh, do you, uh, what's it? Don't go, don't go, you twat. Oh, don't go, you twat, then cause he ain't abuser, you melon. Did you hear that, Gio, you melon? Yeah, I hear that all the time. People call it people melons. You know, this is the thing. We want to not be saying too bad things like really so far off left field and just off color. So we want to say melon. Let's click fair. on Zachary's profile just to get a vibe for who this guy is. He's the master of Feed Me More. He's Dave Meltzer's Kremlin source. I may die, but I love to die watching wrestling. Wrestling deserves it. Oh, there we go. He, him. He's not somebody I take advice from. See that, you know? <laughs> that's, that's how I know. That this isn't a guy for me. He had to put that in there. Because I wasn't sure. His name's Zachary. I wasn't sure, though, if it was a guy or if it was a girl or if it was something in the middle. And that's the thing. He, he wanted to make sure you knew what his pronouns were, and he did his best. So you now know ahead of time, whenever you tweet him, to say he hit. He paints these airplanes. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's really nice. He actually has a really good hobby. It's really exciting of him. Yeah, he tweets a lot. This guy lives on fucking Twitter. Like, that's the other thing. I was even going through, like, when you go through wrestling posts and you, like, look at who's commenting on this shit, it is, like, oh, my gosh. Like, you guys are – don't go on the internet. Angels lost, you know, two games in a row to the fucking Rangers. What's happening? I don't know what's happening. The Angels are losing, but something we should discuss really quickly. Before we go, yes. bring it on. Yes, we got to talk about dynamite. We got to figure out our predictions of who the Jokers are going to be in these matches. Athena, obviously, for the women. Isn't that, is there anyone else that it could be? Everybody's just so set on it's Athena. I can't name another woman that it would be. There is Athena is a big possibility. Also, that Candice LeRae, even though, yes, they still had their baby very recently of Quill, we could have Candice coming here or even Nixon Newell. Oh, Nixon nudes. You were talking about Nixon nudes. It could yes, be Nixon, Nixon nudes. I, a lot of people are on the Nixon. I don't think Nixon nudes. Like, who's getting the bigger pop? Athena, right? I mean, maybe, but at the same time, I'm sure, like, the hardcore fans that are in AEW, they'd be surprised to see Lady Kane coming back since she has, like, kind of again people think she's injury prone when she's not she's like can't like chelsea green they're not injury prone it's just like an aggravated injury that's been around for a while they've not had that be able to be treated properly yeah, but chelsea can work with her injury tegan can't true and hopefully tegan will be able to come back and we'll be able to have nixon duel so yes the high possibility is going to be athena but it could be anyone we could even see even though i don't think she's able to come back yet after that release unless it was just 30 days so i'm not sure if it's reached just now of it being dakota 
but it could be Coda King. It could even just be hardcore country. Like she's not booked heavily at Impact right now. What's to yeah, say she, she doesn't? Yeah, she could just show up on AEW. That would be a huge pop. I think people would go, "We did not expect this." That's true. No one would expect. They think of all these other things. Like, but if we have an Impact person, and even though yes, it would just be a throw in my eyes, throwaway match on AEW. The Joker could be Deanna, and we get the dream match, but I doubt that's the case. No. I, I would like that. It yeah. being Deanna and Britt. No, we're building that. That's bound for glory, or that's that's uh, that's full gear. All but, out. Yeah, we're, we're definitely not just going to do that without that, – If I, I would walk out. I'd be like Stone Cold. I would walk out. I would be like, nope, yes. not doing this match. I, I can't believe but you now, would think that I would do that. The men's, though, who do we think Joe is facing? Because there's a lot of potential people he could be fighting. A so lot of potential ROH guys coming back. Oh, that kind of bums me out that it's Samoa Joe. I guess I didn't realize that's how the brackets worked. Like, oh, it's because if it was anyone else, you can kind of imagine Gargano or Cesaro. But I think somebody's He's coming in, a heel's coming in to lose to Joe, right? Or what's that Indian guy's name? Satnam Singh? Isn't it just him? Like, why? Why is he involved in that storyline? If it's not going to be a heel to either come in and lose to him or come in and beat him with the help of Sanjay Dutt. And that's it. Could be a heel. And that's why I wouldn't be surprised if they do go Cesaro because Cesaro could go heel. He is a heel because people do kind of hate him because, again, people watch Chikar. They know he was a piece of shit last time he was on the indie scene before he got signed to WWE. You can't make us boo him, though. This is like when they tried to have, like, we're, this is why Wade Barrett didn't want to go wrestle ever again. Because he was like, I know I'm going to be a babyface, and I don't like being a babyface. I'll just be an announcer. Like, that's, there's no way Cesaro shows up and is able to, it's like Stone Cold turning heel in Houston. We're not going to boo him. There's no way. True, and that's the thing. He might not come out as a heel, but he'll work like a heel and make the people boo him because he might come out to that Rammstein song from that stable that he was in. I forget the fucking name of the stable already. Kings of Wrestling? (laughs) Not Kings of Wrestling. Not him and Chris here. The ex, like, Chikara stable he was in. I like that that you say, like, people watch Chikara. Like, did they, though? Like, not enough to keep that company around. Like, I think a lot of it's it's watching it in hindsight or retrospective, but... It's it's definitely not a large enough audience that would know, like, oh, he was a heel last time. We know he was a heel when he had the ponytail, but he's not a heel anymore. He's babyface. True, and that's the thing. So they, they could just do babyface, babyface, and have the Joker win, which could be Gargano, could be Cesaro. I'm trying to think who else could it be that's, like, just free agents, Chris Hero, maybe. Cardona. Come back. <laughs> Cardona would be fucking great if he came back but he probably won't actually no since cody's not there he might that's what i'm saying like heel cardona could show up and fight babyface samoa joe heel cardona could get a win with the help of satinam singh and and go all the way win this tournament become champion because i feel in 2022 because of him having all the gold if you have a wrestling promotion and cardona's not your champion you're not a wrestling promotion well, and even a great call from Jared Camacho. It could be Jay White. Like, Jay White's another one of those guys that only pops up in AEW for, like, for a minute. He always comes in and cuts a promo, and then he's not seen. Or he comes in and he does a backstage, and then he's not seen for a while. So, uh, maybe it could be Jay White, like him and Joe. Cause then or you c- if we want to go with, like, heels. Again, we have that bowl club. Yeah, Jay White is a big heel, but... We can go with the new United States champion, IWGP United States champion, Juice Robinson. 
that sounds terrible, but it could be Juice Robinson. Juice would be fucking great because he's the best right now. I love Juice. He's not the best right now. Rock hard. He's not the best. He betrayed us again. You always remember. But he's finally a heel, though. He's great at Bullet Club. He's the boost that they need. He's the booster. He's rock hard. That's his whole thing. That he's rock hard. Rock hard club. All right, so let's take a look. We have so the winner of Samoa Joe and Joker takes on the winner of Kyle O'Reilly and Ray Phoenix. So not knowing, you know, and, and let's let's do it. Let's bring up the bracket. And that match also is tonight. So yes, we have Kyle O'Reilly tomorrow night. It's Ray Phoenix and Kyle. So that probably will happen before the Joker. Remember match. when so we super kicked you right in the, the face. face? A new follower, Big Dick Johnson. Welcome aboard. You're just in time for us to try and make sense of this Owen Hart foundation tournament because uh, now gino i am a wrestling fan all right you've known this uh yes. i do like whenever they announce a tournament and this is why vince hates tournaments you can book it a little you you have to be able to book it out you have to be able to go okay well a baby face wins here a heel wins here we'll probably do one face versus face or heel versus heel but for the most part for the drama and the storytelling we're going to try and keep it baby face uh, versus heel. So I look at Ray Phoenix, Kyle O'Reilly. Ray Phoenix is going to win. So that wouldn't surprise me if the Joker is a villain who beats Samoa Joe. So right. and it and it's not like the Joker is somebody not in AEW currently. I mean, they could bring out Nick Camarado to steal a victory <laughs> over Samoa Joe or some shit, or True. or Sammy Guevara. But I or think Cesar Bononi, that would be his big win. That would be fantastic. Yeah, we need Cesar Bononi. That's that's right. He He's good. Um, he he's like losing to a villain, right? Which villain? Because Gargano isn't villain enough to do that. He would get a pop. Cesar he, would get a pop. He can't be villain enough. Wait, who? Was I like that? Rebel Heart. Rebel Heart can be a villain. Damn it. He's actually really good at being a heel. Yeah, but when these guys – but, you know, we're, we're booking tomorrow night, okay? It's not like Gargano could come out and do like, this is the worst city I have ever been to. Like, he's not going to get booed. He's going to show up and get a huge pop. Like, if Austin Theory came out, he would get booed. Okay, so we need to think who's going to get booed. And it's I, the only thing I could think of is somebody returning from an injury. Oh, what if it's like a Kenny Omega? Now, Kenny, that would be a babyface pop, though. Everyone fucking loves Kenny. And I think Kenny's going to be waiting... Because my whole prediction right now is like how the card is for tomorrow night. Jeff Hardy's losing. It's obvious. We're going to have Adam Cole winning because the Young Bucks going to come out, help them out, help Adam Cole out because it's going to set up Young Bucks. Hardy's. Obvious that's happening. So that means Adam Cole advances. And who is Adam supposed to fight then? Wait, Adam Cole is going to fight Jeff Hardy, right? Yes, and Jeff's losing because Young Bucks going to get involved and we're getting Hardy's Bucks at... So the finals is going to be Adam Cole versus one of those four guys: Ray Phoenix, Kyle O'Reilly, Samoa Joe, Joker. So, so I, the Joker could be a babyface still, I think. I guess it could be. Joe. Yeah, because it could be who's going to the finals to fight Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano. But yes, but I like that Kenny Omega pick. He's been gone for long enough. He can and he him and Cole. Even though Kenny was a heel last time he was here. You're right. He would get a pop like a baby face, I bet. He can still be kind of a heel. He can hang out with the Young Bucks or something. Like the biggest thing, the old way he will get a heel pop if we have Don Callis first come out to his team. And then Don Callis introduces Kenny and then being Kenny. Dude, I'm thinking Kenny's the guy tomorrow night now that I'm saying that out loud. I don't know what he – for all I know, he just posted a surgery video and he's not wrestling for another year and a half. But I can't imagine them putting 
like Cesaro, because who's going to beat Samoa Joe? He's on this unbeatable level right now. And and I know we can get Jay Lethal involvement, but you don't want to have a babyface beat Samoa Joe with the help of Satnam Singh. You want to have a heelish guy like a Kenny Omega. Last time we saw him, he was a heel. You would like to see him use nefarious ways to advance, and then it'll be him versus Ray Phoenix, assumedly, next. They've always had great matches with each other. and you can, Or you can even do Kyle versus Kenny at that point. Um, in the chat, Miro. Miro's another good call. Where's he been at? That's true. Again, yeah, Miro could be the guy. Like, if it is, uh, that's actually a really good call of it being Miro. Miro would be fucking great I, for Joe to face. Kip Sabian. He rips the box off his head. He's the wild card. He makes a big deal about having a match with Samoa Joe, and then he loses immediately. Now, that, I don't know if that would work, because I don't know if we would have, like, Kyle Cole, Phoenix Cole, Joe Cole. I think it would have to be the Joker, I would feel. And I I just feel, even though, yes, it will feel weird doing it, Gargano winning and going after Cole. I can do Ray Phoenix versus Adam Cole. You can't do Ray Phoenix, Adam Cole? I mean, we could, but like that would be like the finals for this big tour we spent all this time on where we like we, we had weeks where we were like just talking about it and then we finally build up, we finally doing it. And it being Ray Phoenix and Cole, yeah, I guess they could do. But I don't know if they would... I would like to point out that this tournament has been like announced for a very long time and we've all just it's Adam Cole versus somebody like they've done a shitty job I mean Kyle O'Reilly and Ray Phoenix are in this thing uh, yes we put like, those guys in there we already kicked out fucking Dax because they're like oh Dax is gonna lose and we even did like the Darby Jeff payout like that already happened so the fact that we're down to Adam Cole versus four guys it's like jeez what a fucking well, I guess though no, yeah. we still have to go Adam versus Jeff. So you're and you're you're saying, well, Jeff's gonna lose, obviously, which makes sense. Yes. And why would Jeff advance to the finals of this tournament? Uh, there could be Young Bucks involvement, or there could not be. It doesn't he doesn't necessarily need to get involved? Again, it could be. Yeah, I guess. Then if Jeff wins this one, it's then obviously Kenny is the Joker, because then that has Kenny versus Jeff, because Jeff then gets that match with the Young Bucks getting involved. If the, if the Young Bucks don't get involved, Jeff will most likely win. But if the Young Bucks get involved, is setting up for Double or Nothing early like they kind of should. Well, isn't is the finals... The finals of this is at Double or Nothing, isn't it? So if you're going to have a finals and a big pay-per-view match, I think the biggest one would be Kenny versus Cole uh, or Kenny versus Jeff. That would be big, too. Or... Because you can't do Samoa Joe Jeff and try and tell me that's going to be awesome. Samoa Joe's yes. got a he's got a title. You gotta have Joe defending that title somewhere on the card, right? He's the television champ. Yeah, the TV champ should be on pay per view defending it on to pay per view. On the pre show. There we go. I was gonna say, I was gonna say all the last the last six ROH pay per views I've watched that yes. fucking titles on the, the line. The T V title was on pay per view. Yes, yeah. Because so, that was the only time they could defend. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm so, yes. I'm leaning heavily towards Kenny Omega being the Joker, uh taking on Adam Cole at Double or Nothing. Because when's Double or Nothing? It's like next weekend. Yeah, I believe it is next week. It's today. They have to do this. They have like the women's stuff is they have to finish that up, which I think uh, Chris Adler and Red Velvet is this Friday. So that's going to be good. And it's Chris Adler because the whole fucking stuff going over to Karoshita, which we could talk about, but it's a little bit late now. So we don't really talk about AEW booking her that she got injured, but she wasn't injured. AEW bracket, Owen Hart. Since we did it for the men, let's just take a look at the women really quick. Because Where we have one match is the only one confirmed for tonight. And then we had the Red Velvet, the 
Chris Statlander Friday, I believe. I don't think it's tomorrow. Unless they decide to add it tomorrow. There's a lot of focus on this men's bracket. Where is the ladies? Yes, yes <laughs> folks, because there's three matches on it for tonight, tomorrow, and only one woman's. When are they doing all these women's matches then? And they've done like quite a few. Like, didn't last week they did like two of them, three of them? Oh, that's true. Total. Okay. Yeah, so... and then they just looked up to be like, oh, Hikaru Shida was injured after a match with Serena D, even though she worked five matches after that. But she, outside that's, of that's just like the storyline, right? That she's injured. Yeah, the storyline, she's got injured. So again, she got pissed off by like, no, I'm injured. I can fucking work. And she she was told at time, yeah, you're going to be pulled from the tournament, even though she's like, so you're booking wise telling me that I got injured for it. It's weird. Her like being pissed off about it is weird. And I'm looking forward to like, hopefully we just She's doing it for, she, you got to look at it from her perspective, Gino. Yes, okay. again, we have to look through the wrestler's perspective. So wait, more. so who's and fighting Red Velvet now? Red Velvet is now facing Chris Statland. Oh, okay. So, uh, just okay. So let's go through this bracket. Tony Storm already advanced. Uh, Doctor Britt Baker is taking on the Joker, which I think would be Athena, and you can have Britt Baker beat Athena, or you can even just have Athena win. Uh, but Britt Baker, Tony Storm is clearly where it's going, right? It could be, but at the same time, you don't have to do it for the Owen because aren't they on the same side, or are they on like the different sides where they would be the finals? Trying no, they're on the same side. So once you get yeah, to... so that would be my final. So I don't think they would put that. They might just do it for the pay per view. Then maybe would they would they just put it on dynamite? I mean, the other side with Riho, Ruby Soho, Red Velvet, and Chris Statlander. Malachi like... Black says, "Fuck Darby Allen." Oh, Darby's been fucked. Oh yeah, Ruby Soho won. So yeah, Ruby Soho's facing. Chris Statland? No, he's probably going to face Red Velvet. Yeah, Red Velvet is what I would assume. She could also so get Red, Ruby. Ruby wins. So then... Ruby and... Tony and Ruby? Ruby and, I don't know about that. Ruby and Britt again, I guess? Or Red Velvet? Or... Tony? Be, or could be fucking Athena. <laughs> Athena Ruby and Red Soho. Velvet? <laughs> Ruby, Soho, and fucking Athena. I don't know. Yeah, this. The women's and and kind of like you said, we spent so much time building these brackets and then like building up this tournament. Now that we have brackets, they kind of suck. <laughs> they do, and the, the reason why the women suck, especially again, I want to bring this back up. Even though yes, it was her hometown, Red Baker, and during a promo segment, ran down the entire women's division, pretty much said what everyone on the internet agrees with about there being no women but her as the only star. Because they've only built Britt Baker as the only star. So Britt's going to win. What do you mean the they've only, only done that, though? These women have been given opportunities. Like, Ruby Soho's AEW on... AEW doesn't give them time. Ruby Soho's on a lot of TV, and she's not very good. Not that much. Not compared to Britt when she was, for years, the top star. And the only star felt like... For years, even the women who were champions. Yeah, it felt like even like when Riho was champion, Britt's whole thing was she's not here, even though she was fucking there, working dark, <laughs> working dark. Every well, week she was fucking there, and Britt Baker whole her promo was like, "Where's Rio?" Even though she was fucking there backstage every week. You have a strange dislike for Britt Baker. It's not her fault that she's the best one, so she's on the they most. They made TV. her a star. Didn't build any other. They made her about. a star. You have such this weird like. Sometimes you blame the company, and sometimes you blame the talent. Like you don't think that she got herself over with her promos. With she did as well, but at the same time, like during those weeks months years we pretty much mainly built brit 
kind of thunder, but NWA is what really built her. So we just were like, just look at this NWA star. Serena Deep, kind of the same thing. Now we're finally doing something with her, but she's going to fucking lose. Because yeah. fuck her. It's all about Thunder Rosa now, and they want to try and build her to be like, this is a big champion that we're finally having Thunder Rosa. We're trying. Who could stop we're trying other things. Like, I, like now we finally are. Yes, we are. We now, finally are. Are you serious? We've been having to watch Statlander matches for years. Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander's improved a lot. She's actually really good. Now. Yeah, and look, she's improved, but Britt Baker has as well. So Britt Baker yes. has earned what she's been given. I don't know why you're pretending that it's the company's fault for only pushing their best talent. Like that's that's so weird to me to hear you think that. Like. Because you would argue, so you would argue for Sasha and Naomi to like stand up for yourselves. You guys know what you're worth. Like, look at Britt. Britt's killing it. Why would we take anything away from her? That's true. And I'm not saying we take anything away from her. That's the thing. Like, I. You keep bringing up that promo where she ran down the division. It's like, that's her yes. character. She's a doctor. She's supposed to be a cocky piece of shit. Who's going to shut her up? And it'll happen eventually. She lost to Thunder Rosa twice. Yes. And that's why, hopefully, whoever this Joker is, she does lose to her and we're gonna have like Britt lose but I don't think Britt's gonna lose because AEW gets behind her so I'm seeing Britt's gonna beat whoever the Joker is and Britt could lose to Athena and just do the the Seth Rollins excuse like you know I didn't have time to prepare you, you knew you were gonna face me I didn't know who I was gonna fight that's not fair and we but I can't imagine like Athena Tony Storm like it just this is another scenario where you know what it's probably gonna be and this is like it's probably going to be Reba, and uh, Rebels just going to lay down for Britt, so Britt gets like a free pass to Tony Storm. So you can kind of look at it like, oh, she didn't even earn this, and it's just such a dick heel thing for Britt to get a little bit further in the tournament to have that match with Tony Storm, which will actually be pretty good. Yeah, that's the thing. So I'm trying to think. My f prediction is going to probably be the Joker. Hopefully, it's a theater or somebody even more surprised that we don't fucking think about it's going to beat Britt Baker. Yeah. And it could be, Hey, maybe Athena. I mean, there's, there's lots of women's wrestlers out there. Mickey James was another real possibility that I think, uh, that thing could be out there. Uh, Lena Fanine, who knows she's, she's wrestling, uh, for authors of pain. Why not show up on this shit? So, CJ Perry. Yeah. She could be the one. So, uh, Candice LeRae, Candice LeRae. I really don't think it's Candice. I think she's, that would be the biggest surprise. No that one would expect because that would be baby quit. huge. San, actually, the biggest one would be Santina. Santina Morella would be probably the biggest surprise that they can get me with. Yeah, that could be the biggest surprise. Just like if we have in that Samoa Joe match, the biggest surprise could be Repo Man. Oh, if it was Re yeah, there's another big one. It could be the old Repo Man uh, to come in and really shake things up. But Gino, we got too niche. This one was so niche, more niche than normal, I think. We you you watched too much wrestling. That was the problem. Is that you just watched too much? I couldn't keep up with you tonight. You you're the all knowing wrestling mind, and I used to kind of go, no, Gino, you need to do more with your life. I think you're doing the right amount. You need to watch more wrestling. Hell yeah, and that's what I'm, I'm here for, man. Is to discuss this amazing wrestling product that's out there, both the independents, the mainstream. Just have these great discussions with you every fucking Tuesday. Malachi Black says, "Keep looking for a job, Gino. Good job." Don't look for a job, Gino. You don't even need one. This is it. This is your new thing. It's been, your new thing is the same as the old thing. Just keep doing this. Like, what job would you even want? That's the thing. I don't know what I want to do with my life, man. That's the thing I'm still gotta think about. But right now, having these amazing discussions every week. 
has been getting me by, getting me just to be more positive about my life. Having oh. this great discussion with you and fucking Tyler and Kevin. OJJFC is saying, hey, get a bitch, Gino. Don't even do that. Don't let anything distract you, Gino, okay? Women weaken legs, all right? There's no need for you to ever get a female, okay? That'll just distract you from watching Raw and SmackDown, okay? Did you watch NXT tonight? I did watch NXT tonight. This actually was really good. The main event was Santos and Tony D'Angelo. It's a really good main don't, event. Don't, don't get that. a girlfriend. Don't get a job, Gino. You're doing it right. Everyone listen to him, okay? Listen to him, okay? Uh, don't listen to Vleeties. What does he know? Yeah, I don't know shit, Gino. Don't listen to me. You should be getting a job, Gino. We all know this, but you know I like it, okay? You just keep doing your thing. You keep watching MLW. You keep watching New Japan, and you just dive further and further into the madness, okay? Hell yeah, I'm going to be diving into this multiverse of madness that is wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, we we about did it. It's time to ride off into that glorious, glorious sunset. Thank you for listening live, Trova.live slash Felides. Thank you for downloading the podcast, podcast feed. But Gino, let's get out of here. You, are you done? Hell yeah. I'm done if you're done, man. This was an amazing night. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun tomorrow with Kevin Scampoli for the whole fucking show. Have a good night, everybody. No, that's where we dance. I got a breath after that one, Gino. All right, have a good night, everybody. You too, man. We did it, Gino. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Love you all.